You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to Left Behind Game Club. It's our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCordon. With me, two esteemed guests. Uh, we start uh, with Mo. Mo, tell the people who you are. What's up? Um, my name is Mo. I'm a developer. Games at night, web development during the day. Gamer at heart, our favorite word that we love to share. And yeah, that's me. And Mike. Hi, I'm Mike, and I love video games the end anything anything else at the end <laughs> that's the end of the podcast so, animated before so much more animated i miss podcast one mic <laughs> uh for those of you who didn't check out our first episode uh you can find that at leftbehindgame.club hashtag always be plugging uh my name is as i said jacob mccourt and i'm uh, an aspiring radio personality so that's why i'm here uh the game is shadow of the colossus um, the first episode covered the first half of the game. Uh, we are now talking about the second half of the game, so the last eight colossi. If you haven't checked out that first episode, I gave you those instructions on how to do that. Um, but let's just start talking about the back half of Shadow of the Colossus. Mike, I know that you just finished the game minutes before we started podcasting. Holy cow. So much emotion. Oh my god. I just can you use more words? Um, okay, let me try and articulate this like an adult. Um, so it, everything everything became clear why people, everyone I've talked to that has played the game, has like such reverence for it. Why why Mo has a shrine built in his house in one of his closets to uh, the shadow of the colossus. A replica, yeah, a replica of each colossi. Yeah. Um, Not really, but I wish. That's a good idea. I, Noted. I, I understand now because it leaves... That game ends on such a high note. And um, and I think it glosses over a lot of the pain points that you have throughout the game and makes them feel like they were all kind of worth it in the end. Um, I don't know where you want to start this. Where, where, do, where do you want to start this discussion? Well, I think... Should we go over it? Last time we did the whole what was like the most memorable i guess colossi but before that like when we first played those first eight in that last podcast i and you guys were kind of like ah, i don't know it's kind of the, the it's kind of slow the, i don't see the kind of the hype just initially i kind of almost was convinced like hey maybe this isn't even like that sweet of a game but then the back half of the colossi happened as you've seen mike yeah um and it's it kind of was like this is why which i completely forgot because the first half i guess wasn't as crazy but that second half we picked things up quite a bit you've noticed all the see and i and i i have the opposite opinion where i'm actually super like sour on the game after the back half no way but i'll get it yeah i well you know how happy i was after i played the first one then and talked to you guys yeah but i uh, to kind of sum up my thought and we can go into it a little further i think shadow of the colossus is a great five hour game that is 10 hours oh uh, what, what what do you think made it so long for you i guess what's what, what was the worst part of about it for you i guess so I'll tell you that, and then I want to ask Mike a question. Um, but for me, it's just like the middle colossi, like from nine to thirteen. Like there's a lot of forgettable colossi. Just like you remember how like I could go through and be like, yeah, there was the the water one, there was the flying one, there was the you know uh, the first time you went up against the small colossi. Like there's there's those 
milestone moments. Yep. But in the back half of the game, apart from the penultimate and the ultimate Colossi, I can't really remember with with certainty what happened from nine to fourteen. Okay, uh, I gotta so, I gotta refresh my memory as I, to which ones they were. I I I have a little bit of a bias in that uh, I just completed these last eight over the past day or two, um, so I remember wow. them very well. Um, okay, but the ones that stick. Do you want to tell us mind, why? Do you want to tell us why that you had to play them all like in the last day though, Mike? <laughs> um, one because I'm bad at planning. Um, yeah. Two because my quest to be Division One on FIFA 18 uh, is never ending, and <laughs> it was within my grasp. So I, I needed to put some good FIFA time in. Um, I was also ranking up in Rocket League, so there are a lot of other games that needed my attention. Um, but gotcha. mostly because my PS2 decided that it was big, fat, and old. And needed to just conk out on me. Um, so I spent most of last night and a good chunk of this morning uh, tearing apart an old fat PS2. Uh, and then realized that it was a memory card issue. And so I was able to get it all nice and fixed. Um, but let me get into the different Colossi and why I find them memorable. Um, sure. Okay. So one, I think any Colossi that you end up flying is like super interesting and intense. Um, I know exactly where you're going with this. Right? So there's the biggest Colossi, I think, in the whole game. Um, and they fly. It's the sand one. It's the guy that doesn't bother you at all, does not attack you at all, which makes you feel extra bad. Um, and it's, I think he's Colossi 13, 12, 13, somewhere around there. Where yeah, I just pulled it up. It's the thirteenth one, the one that he, where he's running away from you the whole time. Exactly, and so you just have to shoot your arrows into his white pouches underneath him, and then his fins go down, and then you climb up his little fins and land on his back, and then just start stabbing him. But uh, the thing that I think it brought me back to that first one that you end up flying, um, flying on the Colossae over the lake. Um, and you get that, that rush, that sense. And I felt that again when this gigantic Colossi was doing barrel rolls with me on top. Yeah. Um, so there's that one. There's um, there's two Colossi that are like bulls. Um, the small ones. Yeah, the smaller ones. I was kind of impressed the first time I saw these like small Colossi because I was like, that's not Colossus. That's not gigantic. Um, and then, then I you know, had the fight with them. Um, there were, um, there's the ones that look like the first Colossi, uh, number 15. Yeah. Um, do you want, do you want to go like the one by one? We can kind of go through like which, sure. if they're kind of terrible in Jake's point of view, or like maybe we can kind of figure out why they're kind of okay. Cause like if we go by like the, the ninth one, cause I have it pulled up here, like, so we can go through it. The, the ninth one was the one where you, I, for the first time out of all of them, I used the horse. The oh, the turtle around. dude. Yeah, the guy you flip over. Yeah. I hated that one so, at first. Yeah, I, I remember when I first played this game, so just like a quick summary from before, I played this game when it, maybe a year after it first came out back on PS2. And this guy, I, for, I just kept firing arrows for days. Every time I played the game, just fire arrows. They had no idea what I was supposed to do, just running around with him. And didn't really realize that you had to use those geysers. And the first time he lifts up, you see those glowing feet. 
Yeah. You just know, okay, I have a method of taking them down. Because some of the Colossi, you see it right away. Other ones, you, there's no way. You know, there's no way you can figure it out. With that one, you see those feet, and he tumbles over, and pretty much quick and easy. This one, I understand Jake's point of view. It's not really that memorable, but for me, the only reason it was memorable was because it did take so long, and I finally flipped him. See, I was frustrated with that guy because I couldn't get him to go over a geyser. I got him to walk right up to it, um, but not step over it. And so I, was, oh. I, I thought I was doing something seriously wrong, so I looked it up on a wiki. And it's like, no, just keep doing that. You'll get him. And I was like, okay. Mine was pure accidental when I first did it, but just like with before, if the, if the Colossi took me a long time way back when, I remembered exactly how to take it down this time. So I kind of had that kind of upper hand, so I... I but I see what you're saying. I, I do remember it, it taking me a long time before when I initially played. Yeah, it, it took me like five attempts to, to make sure I got it right. And for me, it's um, from like Colossus, the ninth one to like the twelfth one. I had to look up facts for each one of them. Like I said, I'm not really good at games, so that's a more of a me problem than an actual problem with the game. But yeah. for that kind of turtley ninth one, my issue was like the preciseness of the control really made it hard to get around uh, fast enough. Um, and I think the horse controls really upset me there just because like the best way to get on your horse and I'm nitpicking like I I fully am aware that I'm nitpicking a small issue here (laughs) but like to get on your horse the best way is to like totally stop and then wait like two seconds and then hit the button and get on your horse I just I just got really frustrated with like how loose the controls were and that's my complaint with a lot of the back half of the game is like in your mind you want the your avatar in the game to do one thing and do it very precisely. But for me, the looseness of the controls um, sometimes made it difficult for me, at least to have the avatar do exactly what I wanted it to do. I I agree. Um, I agree. The controls were a big issue, Um, but a lot of the struggles that I had with the controls, as soon as those final credits finished up, I I almost feel like I discounted all of those issues that I had and that they were all worth it by the end. Um, it just paid off in a way that I wasn't quite expecting. Um, there's Mo, do you want to keep going through the different yeah, class? Yeah, so the next one is the 10th one. Um, that's the one, the sand. Sandworm. Kind of like the water Love one. Him. Yeah, he was pretty cool, but like at the same time, I... This is these are the ones I kind of don't like that much, like the water one I don't like that much, and the sand one just personal preference. I think just because when I first played it, I wasn't a big fan of snakes. Uh, so the fact okay. that there's one that's the size of like a, a commercial freight train and that kind of like freaked you? me out. Yeah, and right now I'm fine with snakes, but at the same time, it's just that like nostalgic fear that I had. It still exists. You didn't like so, the water one, the the dude who shoots lightning bolts at you. No. Because, like, in my head as a child, I f- as soon as I saw that, I'm like, there has to be gigantic water snakes that exist that are going to shoot lightning bolts at me in real life. <laughs> and see, that it's was one of my favorites. Yeah, it was unreasonable, but see, that's the thing. It's a different point of view, and I still, to this day, don't really like these guys. <laughs> Even though I love snakes now. But same time. Back then, whoo, this guy freaked me out, especially in the sand. I, I liked him. I thought, um, I thought the puzzle design was interesting and I mean I felt good because I solved it pretty quickly um, and I didn't need to look it up on a wiki so maybe that's why I also like them. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> um, 
but I also really like the uh, the turtle dude who you have to hit the little teeth on his head to make him go in different directions and land on a different platform. Who shoots lightning? That guy was pretty cool. That one I think is the not the next one, but the one after it. Um, yeah. Any any other opinions on the the sand snake? I mean, the, the eyes one. The eyes are very memorable. Like, that is one of the things that I'll look back and be like, if I close my eyes and I'm still thinking about Shadow of the Colossus, um, like, the probably two or three things that I'll remember is the flying one coming down at me for the first time, yeah. uh, and then probably this, this one's eyes, and then the last one. Like, that's what I'll remember. Okay, gotcha. so maybe I'm belaboring the point here, but does do the eyes of that colossi not remind you of like Majora's mask the moon looking down do you know anyone? yeah I, I guess kind of I hadn't really thought of it that way T- to me like the only one where I was like huh that looks like a character that I know like uh, the last colossi reminded me of like the iron giant when he like For sure. grabs you and puts you in his hand I'm like oh that's the iron giant but apart from that I didn't notice until you said it I've, I've been getting like serious Zelda vibes from this game. Oh, it's the sword and the, the arrows. Yeah, the sword. I get arrows. I get like Chinese dragon from that. Like you know the the stereotypical um, Chinese dragon in um, yeah. uh, in in horoscopes. Like that's what I think of when I see the. What are you trying to say, um, Jacob? Trying to snake. say that all dragons look alike? Oh, whoa, 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 Jacob, come on now. <laughs> I, uh, I, nah. Uncomfortable. Don't know what to say. <laughs> Awkward. Awkward goose. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? <laughs> no, okay, so the, that, uh, yeah. The, the next one, though, the next Colossi, sorry to jump to it, but this is the first small one. And I remember them specifically just because this one I had no idea how to beat. And the only reason I beat him the first time I played him was pure luck. Because he charged me, and he fell off the edge by himself. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that one was just me, replay, died, replay, died. He charged me, I hit things, I jumped on the everything, completely hit me. Whereas this time when I played it, just because I knew I did not know how to beat it, and it was pure luck, I did have to look up the wiki for the first time. Because I didn't know the actual method, and I remember me just lucking out and beating him just by pure chance because he fell over and I jumped on top of him and stabbed him. So this is the first <laughs> small bull for the listeners. Right. Um, I you- I recognize the first time that that fire was important. Um, I didn't notice for the first 10, 15 minutes that a little twig that you could light on fire also knocked Same. out. Um, Same. So I spent a bunch of time luring him from one to the other, hoping that you know maybe if I just had him hit all of these, it would work. Yeah, no, see, I I had the twig when I was younger, but I did, just kept hit, trying to hit him with it, and he'd charge me and kill me. Right. I'd hit walls with it, but it's just, it was so... Your little brain didn't put twig and fire together. Nope, not at all. Yeah, mine didn't either. I, well, I didn't realize that there was a twig that dropped, but for me, like, the thing that I'll remember there is, like, when I almost rage-quitted the game because <laughs> of how, like, some of those corners are really tight, right? Yeah. And that thing likes to charge, and if it charges at you there's a slight chance that, like, it's going to knock you over and keep charging and kill you. So I remember, like, I was about to beat him, and I got caught in a corner 
because the camera I had the camera following the Colossus instead of like being forward so I ran directly into a corner and that thing just like charged at me four times and killed me uh, so again I am I am being so nitpicky about this game and I have I have more developed thoughts but that's one of the many things that I was just like huh camera design yep camera was horrible we take it for granted we take it for granted in this day and age yep. <clears throat> I'm, I'm well, did you guys know about the the L1 button locks onto the Colossi right which button L one, was it L one or bumper. okay? Left bumper. If you yeah, hold on to yeah. the left, if you hold on the left bumper, it always puts the Colossi in front of you, and you can kind of do like a strafe, side stepping, strafing thing. Yeah, um, yeah, I like the kind little bowl. I thought it was interesting to fight a small Colossi I like that. Um, yeah, change things up a bit. I did not like facing the bowl when it was the I think the fourteenth Colossi. Or fourteenth or fifteenth. The next small one, yeah. Or the the one with the horns with lightning bolts. The 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 next small one where you have to lead them to hit different pillars. Um, yeah, that one is my all time least favorite. Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, it was and obvious. It's terrifying. It's terrifying because you don't know what to do. It's charging at you. There's no weak points. There's no clues. That one was another one I had to really look up, and I don't remember actually beating it. When I was younger, but I must have because I beat the whole game. I got to the last Colossi. I didn't. I, uh, I I thought it was easy. I thought it was obvious, and I just hated how long it took to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's just so many different pillars that you have to knock down, and it's like, look, I know what I have to do here. This is not difficult to figure out. Everyone's gonna know what to do here, but I guess you just have to go through the motions. He was all right, and then the next one after that is the. So I just want to make a oh, yeah, uh, yeah. about the, about the fourteenth. Uh, I got pinned on this one, so I, I got to like seventy five percent done, and then got killed and had to do that whole like tower fall thing again. And like to me, I don't understand from a game design perspective why that whole thing exists. To me, that's like, why do I have to go all the way across the environment to do that? Like, to me, that's like, oh, I do it once, I do it twice, that's cool, I solved this. To me, it just the whole, like, how many towers do you need to knock over? Like, eight? It just seemed excessive. Yep. yep. And it just seemed like it was fat that had no bearing on the storytelling, not even the storytelling within the battle itself. So I just thought, why is that here? It's so funny that you say that, like, you feel that it was a great game that had too much in it, that there was a lot of stuffing, because mm-hmm. there was so much of this game that was cut. There was oh, like, really? yeah, there's another, I think, eight colossi that, that were cut. What? Yeah. Um, there were a bunch of modders that went in and found a whole bunch of unused assets. Um, cool. Which I'm wondering if that's, they're going to restore some of those for. Yeah, the, that's pre DLC. Era. Yeah. Um, so there, there was a devil, a griffin, a spider, a phoenix, uh, something that looked like a, a pig. Um, That's so cool. There's a spider and a worm. Hmm. Um, I know yeah, cool. which I think, you know, is kind of interesting that you say it was too, too much busy work for you because it seems like if they had their way, there would have been a whole lot more. 
Oh, you yeah. want to know something funny? So I'm looking at this wiki right now, and it has those names, the Devil, Griffin, Monkeys. But for this whole time, ever since I've been looking at this wiki, I thought those were just nicknames for this specific Colossi, not realizing it doesn't change. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Nick Sutner, when he was at Kotaku, did uh, did a great story on um, on why it's why it's the why it's the perfect length. Why, if they had fit those extra eight in, it wouldn't have been uh, wouldn't have been as good. Which, for those huh. listening at home, Nick Sutner uh, used to be at One Up, and now I think works for PlayStation. Yeah, I think you're right. He's at PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just think of like, and I don't think it's a fair comparison to compare it to to something like. And bad examples, but I thought of like Gone Home, and I thought of like Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Totally different games, but just let me get to my point before you tell me what are you talking about. To me, every single thing that was in Gone Home had a place. There wasn't a single piece of paper that didn't fit and didn't add to the story. Same thing with like Arkham City, Arkham Knight. Every uh, take the Riddler trophies out of it, but like every single side quest like progressed a story and i just think that when you think of the structure of shadow of the colossus and you get you go from like um you know the first time you you face someone in the sand in the water a flying beast there's just that middle part from like like i said 9 to 14 where there's a lot of repetition or there's a lot of fat and like when you get to 15 and 16 i think those two colossi are great because 15 is it brings you back to the first colossi and there's almost like a multi-step um defeating process with like on the actual colossus itself so like you have to go from like his arm to or from his head to yeah, his yeah. arm and like that's cool and then the the last colossi like yeah. to have to do what you did there like that's totally different it's a totally different ball game totally. but i find from like 13 it just ramps hard like 15 is such a multi-step multi-layer battle and 16 is just something that's completely different i just think that there's fat in here that that potentially needs to be cut but i do look forward to reading nick sutner's um take on it because that's just my take you guys seem to have really enjoyed the length and the kind of back half of it i um i i agree with you uh that 15 and 16 were both big steps up um I found that the the issues that I had with those were little things um, that that were frustrating that you know would have been smoothed out in Q and A. Like I I on for number fifteen the giant uh, similar to the first one that you face who's a yeah. little bit more aggressive. Um, I thought it was pretty easy to like figure out what I had to do, have him step on this plate, jump up, have him swing and knock down some blocks get on top, uh, get to a bridge, jump on his head, stab, stab, stab. Um, I thought that was easy. It was figuring out that last little bit that to make him drop his, uh, his cleaver. And then that takes forever to figure out. Yeah. Well, for me, at least, um, for me, the, the thing that took the absolute longest was figuring out how to then stab his hand. Once he drops the cleaver, as dumb as that might sound. Um, uh, for some reason, I couldn't figure out the right distance to make him swing with his hand versus step with his foot. Um, and then 
have have him stand there enough because every time he slammed his fist down I would run up and start swinging my sword and then he'd pull it away and I'd realize I'd do no damage and I just kept thinking to myself like this should be working I don't know why it's not and then yeah. and then I had a bright idea to try and grab onto his palm and see if I could ride up with it and uh, voila I figured out the, the final <laughs> little twist of that boss um but 16, 16, I uh, rage quit twice. Um, no way. Yeah, I rage yeah, quit twice. Yeah, I, I, did, I did too. The getting to getting to the Colossi was yeah. the toughest part of that whole battle. <laughs> uh, because I don't know about you guys, I think I, I did the, the roll move maybe once or twice the whole game leading up to it. Um, yeah. And I don't feel that they had enough design breadcrumbs throughout the game that would like force you to learn that skill. But I definitely realized that skill was necessary to get, to get to the claws. I say you weren't shot. Um, yeah, Michael, why don't you explain what the 16th, I guess, Colossi really looks like and why he's so tricky. For sure. Yeah. Lead up to him. So Jake, uh, outlined that the 16th Colossi looks like the iron giant. And I could not agree more. That's very much what I thought. Um, what is the iron giant? The iron giant is, a tall robot standing out of the ground and uh, in the case of Colossi number 16 it seems like his feet are stuck in the ground because he doesn't doesn't step towards you or move you he's sort of like a giant turret with arms for cannons and he shoots yeah. very quickly these high-powered lightning bolts at you and um, to the first part of the the boss or the Colossi is to uh, run through from cover to cover down tunnels and around uh, edges and ledges to get up close to him and then the second part is to climb him like a puzzle um, and then stab, shoot an arrow different por uh, portions of him so that way you can get on top of his head and then finish with a nice stab, stab, stab um, stab, stab, stab stab, stab, stab yeah, so imagine like the the Daleks, Daleks from Doctor Who, like bottom half, and then Iron Giant top half. That's, that's a good way to describe it. Um, yeah, so for me, the absolute toughest part was that first portion of the boss, which was getting up to him before he blows you up, and um, I figured out very quickly how to get through the first tunnel, uh, and then up through the second. Um, and then there were these three different pieces of, uh, I guess, almost like fencing, like walls that you could hide behind that had gaps in between them that you're supposed to run from one into the other. Um, and I was able to get from the first to the second, no problem. But from the second to the third, you had to do a roll. So that way you could get a little bit extra distance at the end of your run. Um, and I screwed this up so many times. I, I realized at some point that I had to do a roll. So I started rolling first and then running out of the roll and I would get shot. <laughs> and then I thought it was just a timing issue that I, that I wasn't doing the timing correctly. So I tried to get him to shoot at me. And then as soon as I heard the shot go off, I would run out and make a go for it. But I guess I didn't factor in that he has two hands to shoot you with. Um, mm. So then finally at the very end, uh, I realized that I needed to do um, a roll at the end of the run. Uh, to that third piece of cover. And once I had solved that, it was easy, I found, to get up the Colossi and to figure out where you needed to uh, signal to him. Because he doesn't 
strike me as one of the Colossi that fought to get you off the hardest. Um, he seems like he was more interested in just looking at you and trying to figure out what you were doing or what you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've, I've rage quit twice trying to get up to the Colossi. Uh, I think well, I, you know I what? think I messaged in I one of our chats. I think that's a good thing, though. I th- I think it's good that the the last two were as I guess interesting or more interesting than some of the previous ones. Um, it made it kind of worth it at the end, I guess. I don't know. I th- I thought. I agree. Yeah, I, I think I there's it. no way that I would have ended this game feeling like that was amazing if the last two Colossi were not maybe the most difficult. And, and yeah. Not to, and not to go back on the Colossi, but so for, tw- I think it was 12 and 13, those ones I thought were pretty cool. The, you mentioned it briefly earlier, Mike, the the bull with the thunder horns, yep. where you guide by hitting the top of his head, that was completely new. You're now in control of a Colossi. Yeah. That that was like ridiculous. And when I played it, I'm like, "There's no way." At first, I thought maybe it was like a fluke, and he was just animating that way. Right. But no, part of defeating this guy was moving him around, making him go to a specific spot. And mm. I had just had my teeth cleaned that day when I was playing that boss, so all I could <laughs> think was hitting these really sensitive teeth at the top of his head and having him yeah, go to, that direction. To paint the picture, the things on top of this this colossi looks like a giant bull with like horns. But on top of his head, he has like just a couple little pillars that look like the grinder teeth in your mouth. I don't know the actual word for them, but and every time you hit them, they shake and they, the colossi is in so, so much pain that he turns. So that's where that little reference is coming from, too. Yeah. yeah, so you struggled, Mike, with the front half of defeating the last colossi. I struggled with the back half, and my biggest struggle was when... Um, the actual colossi you have to go from one hand to the other so you stab him on the arm so it's like a multi-step thing right you stab him in the back his arm comes around you climb the left arm you go up to the left shoulder or rather like the left um like bicep you stab him in the bicep and then from the bicep you have to jump from his bicep to his other hand and to me it was like a camera like issue a control issue that like Every like it took me so many tries. It, it was not something I could do reliably well. Like transfer myself from the bicep to the yeah. um, to the right hand. This is why? And then that was the biggest thing of like it was camera. It was like the angle at which the camera sits in default. It doesn't like. There's just like a depth perception issue yeah. that I was just like I'm gonna miss this jump and I missed the jump like. 80% of the time. Um, but I have to say that, you know, the thing took me an hour plus to beat. I'm Same. totally okay with admitting that I'm not, I'm not good at games. I like them, but I'm not good at them. But to me, the whole, all of the frustration, um, and I'm not trying to take away from anything I said before. I think that nine to 14, there's a lot of fat there, but when the first time that the Colossi kind of brings his right hand up and just stares at you because he just stares at you between when you have to shoot him in the shoulder to like have him bring you to his shoulder to get to his head when he just stares at you and gives you that big iron giant moment of like this guy means you absolutely no harm and he's just looking at you in a puzzled sense that to me was incredible like there's there's probably like i said two or three moments in the game that i'll remember the most and that is definitely one of them where the colossi just pulls me up and just stares and he doesn't stare for like zero like five seconds he will keep you there for like what 30 seconds Mm -hmm. if you let him yeah it was crazy he's just yeah super curious Mm -hmm. 
Um, yeah, um, could not agree I did more. get thrown off. I did get thrown off right when I was at like a sliver of health left. So I, I almost whipped my controller across the room. But <laughs> um, them's them's the breaks. It's it's not going to take away from how I feel about the last Colossi. But it definitely um, got me in a cranky mood for the end of the game. Um, One of the things that I think I mentioned last week that I I didn't like the save system, that as soon as you died, you had to start all the way at the beginning again. I found in the second half um, that concern was taken care of. It was addressed that if you died in a Colossus battle, you would start again right at the beginning of it or not far from it, Um, which I thought was, you know, that, that solved a big complaint of mine. Um, so do we, do we talk about the end of the game now? Let's do it. I can't wait. Okay. End of the game. Okay. So one, I feel vindicated, (laughs) um, because I think I said this last, last week or two weeks ago, um, that, you know, this, it seemed pretty obvious that you were making a deal with the devil and that like these different colossi were there to keep him from being in power. And, uh, and so what happens at the end of the game is you finish that last Colossi um, and they cut away to it seems like I think his name his name was Lord Eros or something like that mm-hmm. um, who also looked like a Legend of Zelda character with a mask on mm-hmm. um, and uh, he's in the temple he sees the princess or the, the girl that you brought there um, he says what have you done I can't believe you've done this I should have known it was you. And then you stumble across looking like a zombie. And uh, we find out that Dormir or Dormin or whatever the, the evil voice that was talking to you was, um, was an evil demon that was trapped in 16 different pieces. Um, and that you were tricked. And he takes over your body. And uh, then you control this essentially a colossi in itself uh, tackling uh, attacking these little humans around you that are trying to take you down um, and uh, and then the the lord who came on the white horse uh, no symbolism there um, decides that he's going to Gandalf <laughs> <laughs> he's going to take the sword of light and cast it down into this water pit and make sure that you can't get out. And uh, it's as soon as the water, as soon as the sword hits the water, it's like a nuke goes off. And uh, there's a big vacuum and you get sucked in. And one of the, I think, most like potent portions of the game, um, you're being sucked back, but everything that seems to be taken from you is uh, the evil spirit, Dormir, that's taken over your body. And all you can do is walk forward, uh, trying to get to the girl, the princess. Um, and then you get sucked down into this well, into this water. Um, and all the while, every all these little humans that had come to uh, either stop you or collect the princess, we're not quite sure why they were there, um, they're retreating on horseback because they've eff- effectively sealed off this place. And... Um, and then, correct me if I'm wrong, but the princess wakes up, and uh, yep. the horse, your horsey, Argo, or 
Agro. <laughs> the um, horsey. Yeah. We didn't talk about him. The horsey. I can't believe, one, they killed the horsey. And then, two, they bring the horsey back. It really hurt. With a little limp. Yeah. Oh, it was the cutest little limp. I think we can all agree that no horse is surviving from that fall. Yeah. So. Should, no horse left behind? No horse left behind. Right? <laughs> no horse right? left behind. <laughs> we have the subtitle for this episode, boys. No horse left behind. <laughs> no horse left behind. That's not really even a spoiler, I guess, either. <laughs> I guess this whole podcast is a spoiler for the yeah. episode. Better than Baby Killer. Yeah. yeah. Jacob McCorp, Baby anyway. Killer. Don't, stop, stop it, stop <laughs> it. Dot com, dot club, dot io. So the oh, horse, the horse comes, so the princess is alive. The horse comes, the princess is alive. You feel this, like, feel good, like, oh man, maybe everything will be okay. And then, um, then the princess goes down to where this sword hit the water and finds a uh, little baby you, I imagine. Um, I think so. I, I assume it's a baby version of you. And she picks you up, um, or picks up this baby. And then, um, and then, yeah, the, the humans that came across leave and the bridge that you see the whole game that leads out into the outside world uh, crumbles and uh, the Lord said something says something along the lines of um, I hope that no one is able to get in here again and that this land stays sealed off um, and then the princess and a little deer Bambi they have a good little frolic um, <laughs> and then I think that's that's about it I mean you see a yeah, hawk fly and, oh around. this is a this is a prequel to Ico. Oh, wow. Is it really? Okay. Yeah, that's the whole thing Somehow. about this. Really? I haven't played, I haven't played Ico. So, I haven't either, but I recognize the... <laughs> so hear me out here. So, okay. I worked I worked in a game store for a long time, and there are some game boxes that I distinctly remember, and the uh, Ico, some people call it Ico, Ico... There was also Echo the Dolphin, which came out at the same time, but we're going to leave that alone. Uh, but it's that main character with the horns who's, I think, dragging a girl behind him. Yorda. And I immediately... Yorda? Yorda is the girl. So Yorda behind him, and that's distinctly rem- what I remember is there is a child with horns... This comes from the same development team, so I, I think I went on to Google afterwards. Is Shadow of the Colossus a prequel to Ico? And I guess it is. That's pretty interesting. I feel like I need to play Ico now. Do you though? Yeah. I feel like I, I don't. Do. I I think I have to because of my like love for this game. I felt really good yeah. at the end of this game. And and maybe you can help me because like I totally understand what they're going for. They're going for like a storybook, like very Zelda esque, very fairy tale kind of ending. Except in this case, I guess you're the bad guy. So flip it on its head and imagine that like instead of you know vanquishing the the demon, you are vanquished as the demon. But um, I don't know. I, I just got like, oh, here comes the Phantom of the Opera music. Here's a guy with a mask. I don't know. Now you're a beast. And it happens so fast that like you're controlling a beast. Oh, no, I'm controlling a beast. I have to walk forward. Do I hit the guy? How do I hit the guy? They're it's getting away. What's going on? Really and is. then like by the time like the, the sucking happened, like the, 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 the sword being thrown into the 
um, into the, I don't know what you call it, into the water source or into the... Into the pit. What was that? I got th- yeah. In the pit like when I got water. thrown into that. And when you start getting pulled back to for the whole thing to be sealed off, like I was just like, I'm done. Like instead of like letting it like struggle and struggle, uh, it reminded me of the end of Spec Ops The Line where like Don't spoilers spoil for it. anyone. Do, do I Don't not? Okay. do it. Okay, I won't do it. But Spec Ops The Line has a very similar kind of mechanic in the end where like. I can't explain it, but it has like it reminded me of Spec Ops Line, and I really like Spec Ops Line. But by the end of it, and maybe it was just fatigue from having done like I did fourteen, fifteen, sixteen all in one night, and having been super frustrated with with the last Colossi, maybe it was my mood. But I just was like, okay, I'm gonna go in the pit now. This is cool. I just didn't feel it like you guys felt it, and I understand. And my gripes with the game aren't with the ending because I think the ending was fine. To me, it's just not memorable. When I think of memorable endings, um, I can name you five other ones that are more memorable than that. Um, I, I also get I get I get that point. I think the other thing that I would point out though is that in 2005, I don't think there are many games where. You know, the twist at the end is that you were the villain. I, I don't know. I, I guess it just didn't hit me like other story endings have. And I... So I think of something like Journey, right? So Journey is very similar in the ending, except instead of like being a game that deals with uh, uh, like an unreliable narrator, in that case, it's just like reaching your ultimate quest. And it's a story that's told by not only what is said, but what isn't said. Um, and I just remember how I felt after playing Journey, after playing Inside. Like, I, I could go on and on, and I just felt differently. And I understand that this game now is 12 years old, but I just have felt... You know, I, I've I've felt more for game endings. Not to say that this one's bad. I don't think it's bad at all. I don't... I, I think I saw the, the twist from a mile away... And maybe that's because we have this this forum to discuss things. But uh, it was fine. It wasn't like... I'm not going to write a thousand-word thesis about it, but it, it was <laughs> fine. Question. It was fine. Question then. Would you... Okay, this, this kind of is like the main question then. So we've all played it. Would you guys recommend it to someone who's, who says, Hey, oh, I heard about that game. Uh, should I play it? If you were asked that question, Jacob, what would you say? Oh... Well, at this point, given that the remake is coming for PlayStation 4, I don't think there's any reason for anyone to go back to the PlayStation 2 version. Um, Maybe the PlayStation 3 version. None of us played the PlayStation 3 version, so we can't be sure of it. Uh, Apart from being up-resed, I don't think that there's any mechanical differences with it. Um, I would almost say wait for the PS4 version, but I would also put butts on it and say, like, but you have to like this style of game. So... I would say it's not a unanimous no. I would it's say it's not a unanimous yes. yes. Sorry, I would say yes. Definitely go back and play it, but I would not recommend people play it on the PS2. Um, I'm sure that the PS3 version or remaster looks a bit better, controls a little bit better, um, and I imagine that the remake that's coming for the PlayStation 4 is going to have much, much tighter controls um, and, and be better. Um, so I would recommend it. Um, I understand now why. Sony keeps remastering it um, or remaking it, um, and it strikes me as if you think about the the way the video game business is set up, it's set up similar to most other entertainment industries where it's easy to sequelize something. Um, and this game doesn't have a, 
you know, a good clear sequel point. Um, so it's sort of like, uh, movies that were made in Hollywood in the eighties or nineties where sequels weren't necessarily the, the, the prime objective, but it was making a great mm-hmm. movie that could sell a lot of tickets or sell a lot of copies. Um, it seems like if there, there could be a, like a renaissance or a revival of games like this that I hadn't quite thought of before that aren't based around pumping out more sequels. But if you create a classic that you can remaster or resell over and over and over, I, I think that, uh, it opens up, I think new doors that I, that I didn't think were possible for games. Um, and it makes a lot more sense to me now why they keep remaking it. Well, my point of view is 100% play it, but I, I totally see the Jacob point of view. Wait till the remake comes out, just because of the mechanics. So the mechanics, from for me, I thought were fine, just because I've, I'm used to them. I've played them before, but I totally understand like how finicky they are. The camera's kind of a little, a uh, little whack, but the game itself, just the fact that it's like the ultimate puzzle. You're dealing with these gigantic titan, colossi, creature, mammoth beings that no game from my memory has ever created or created like an atmosphere like them when you're taking on a, like a type of bad person or like um, a character like that's that that gigantic I can't emphasize it enough each one is like so unique it's such a challenge mm-hmm. and there's each one's a little different some of them are like have similar uh, like tactics to defeat them but at the end of the day like the fact that this came out 12 years ago it's a definite must play if the, you have the PS4 and the new one comes out and it's on sale or whatever you have to do, you have to give it a shot. I don't think anything is like this. So the fact that it is so unique, I think warrants it at least a one-time playthrough. Even if you have to use the wiki to kind of speed it up. Even like If you look at any of the wikis online and they give you the little shortcuts behind them, it still makes... like The experience is still there even if it doesn't last as long. You still get that same... like story the same feeling when you play the game so 100% play it I can't believe that yeah. I feel this good after playing a game that's 12 years old right yep I don't know about you Jake but uh, I, I definitely feel like my, my reaction as soon as it was over was holy cow what a game funny. as soon as, as, soon as the, the podcast connected all the first thing you were saying was holy crap <laughs> Because I just that tells you all you need to know. That's yeah, it's, that's yeah. All you need to hear pretty much. And, and look, I'm not trying to be contrarian because, like, being a curmudgeon is is not fun. Like, I like to like things. I'm just saying, like, for me, having played the game, uh, am I thankful that I played it? A- absolutely, because I don't think it was a waste of time at all. I think now we can have, I can talk about it when people bring it up as one of the potentially, you know, greatest games of. The generation. Some people may say it's one of the greatest games ever. Um, I wouldn't necessarily put it in that camp. I think it's great. I think given that it's 12 years later and it still holds up, you know, games are hard. Stories are hard. I get it. Um, I just feel as though that there's a school, there's a school of games above this one that I will always bring up you know, mechanically, story-wise. I, like I said, I could probably name 
stories are hard, games are hard. I'm not trying to diminish what the team tried to do here, but I'm just saying that I could name five or ten games that, you know, story-wise pulled me in and ending-wise, you know, left me with more of my more of my jaw on the ground compared to this one. That's all. Cool. Well, hopefully we take a crack at them sometime soon cuz I want to see the what games we do check out after this one cuz I think this one was a really great start. I agree. I could not agree more. Uh, is there anything else uh, from Shadow of the Colossus that you would like to cover before we close this off? Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the unique thing with it. It's like once you kind of go through each Colossi, once you kind of like see the whole story and it, it come full circle, it's there's not really much kind of left besides like mechanics, the story, and like your, just your initial impression, especially with this game. Like It kind of ends the story and leaves you to interpretation, and now we have the remakes coming up. We kind of, it kind of finishes itself. Yeah, could not agree more. All right, so that's the end of our Shadow of the Colossus, I guess, two-parter. Uh, the first two episodes of Left Behind Game Club. Uh, guys, do you want to kind of talk about what we want to play next, or do we want to kind of leave that one I think secret we, I think for the time being? I think we should drop it. All I right, so. drop it like All it's right. hot because it is hot. Yeah, so. It's hot. So Mo uh, picked the first game. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is one that is near and dear to his heart. Um, Great game, by the way. I, I, it's it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I, it's close. It's close. The Shadow best you're getting out of Jake. On to the next one. It's pretty good. Know, I'm trying. It's pretty I'm good. Trying. It's an eight and a half. Um, We're gonna. This is gonna be called the Leave Jacob Behind Club. Soon. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Continue. On. So my baby dad cutter? jokes for the win. Don't yeah, exactly. You didn't buy that URL. Like, don't just don't do it. Don't buy it. Don't buy the URL. I'll leave it for don't all of our it. fans to buy. All, all of them. Um, all the fans. So, <laughs> all my fans. Uh, so, Mo picked the first game. I'm gonna select the second game. So, I played Gone Home for the first time ever about a month ago, and I think that it does some really cool things. Uh, so, given that it's a pretty short one, um, I think that it's the game that we should go for next, and I've uh, gotten the guys to agree to it. So, Gone Home will be the next game that we're playing. Here, here. Uh, we will... Here, here. Here, here. We will provide details on Twitter, uh, at Left Behind Club. If you want to follow along, uh, you can see everything Left Behind Game Club related at leftbehindgame.club. Um, that's our show, guys. Yay, it's been a pleasure. Shadow of the Colossus. Best game ever. I'm really glad it's we did this. Sure. As am I, and, and I hope that uh, that you listening enjoyed it as well. Um, for Mo, Mike, and myself, Jacob, uh, I want to thank you so much for listening and uh, hope to hear from you. Dang it. I can't say that. What can I say? I can say well, hope see you to next in time. for the next one. Check it out. Yeah. Check out the website, our social media. We'll be posting a few games moving forward. Next one is Gone Home, and we're super excited. Actually, I'm really excited because it's I haven't played it, and if it comes highly recommended from Mr. McCourt, then it's already loaded to my Steam library. Let's get it going, fellas. And hopefully well, we that, have that's a cool our show. Guest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye.